Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I am back with part three, the final part of South Dakota Bans Abortion, and here it is. This is not a perfect world, and this is not a perfect society. And around the world, women are subject to violations of the masculine principle on a regular basis. There are many cases, many, 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 many millions and millions and millions of cases where women become pregnant without so choosing. In a world where the balance of masculine and feminine is so out of balance that the stronger, more dominant force can force upon another their will, women are at risk. Trying to overturn Roe v. Wade is an assault against women, plain and simple. I don't know why people think that women are out to, to like, yeah, let's go have abortions. This is a fun thing to do. No woman thinks that, you stupid morons. Women don't think about stuff like that. They don't go, hey, you know what? I think I'll just go have sex so I can have an abortion. No. No, dear. You stupid idiots. This is a really difficult, really hard, really painful Horrible decision that women sometimes have to make. And some women make the decision to end that course of pregnancy, and other women choose to continue that course of pregnancy. But it's a personal choice, and nobody, and I mean nobody, can legislate this. How dare any man take a position and decide for another person, a woman, what her body can or can't manage? Everyone has the right to protection. And until there is an equity among the masculine and feminine force, that protection is always going to be an issue. And it is an issue. And this is a perfect example of where this is an issue. I got this really poignant email about this topic. And an analogy was made that I think is, is really interesting. Here's a little excerpt from this email. And I quote, A weed is nothing more than a flower that does not belong where it is. We would think nothing of removing a flowering weed from the middle of a nice green lawn, but the same flower in a bed would be considered a thing of beauty. Procreation is left to chance, and if by chance, because of existing circumstances, a woman decides that a baby is not appropriate, then that decision is just as natural as the desire to mate and create life. Having a baby is a lifelong commitment, and no one but the mother can make that. Ultimately, even the father must abide by that decision because his body is no longer affected. Now, the analogy of a baby to a weed is in no way meant to dehumanize or in any other respect degrade a life. 
It is just an illustration of perspective. A woman's body is her own, and no man or woman or government must ever tell her what to do with it. It infringes on our basic right to pursue happiness. Can you tell a teenager that has been violently raped and impregnated by a deranged stranger that she must carry the baby and expect her to be able to pursue happiness? Of course not. That is ridiculous, and everyone knows it. Women are violated all the time. Sometimes it's violent, and sometimes it's not. But by no means should any man sit behind his little desk with a pen in his hand, swiping it across a piece of paper, thinking that he's doing some wonderful grand thing, when in this day and age, women are still not free to choose. And by choosing, I mean choosing whether to say yes or not, because often it's not a choice. Deciding to become a mother is a huge, tremendous obligation. It is a lifelong commitment. There's not something to be taken lightly. It is not something to be taken away lightly or given lightly. It is serious, serious business. I'm shocked. I'm saddened. I'm outraged. I'm <laughs> just almost speechless, really, truly. It is, in a way, a state-sanctioned servitude. Everyone has the right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and the right of self-determination, freedom of religion. Maybe my religion isn't the same as your religion. Maybe I don't prescribe to religion at all, and I choose my creator. This is a religious thing. This, this is a, a fight about religion. That's what this is. This is not a real issue. This is not a real issue. Self-determination. Self-determination. And freedom. Self-determination is an integral part of law and international law. It was ratified by the UN Charter in 1951. The signatories introduced the right of all people to self-determination. All people to self-determination. And all people includes women. What the heck is wrong with people? Ah, uh, You know, why do you have to keep hurting women? What is wrong with these men that they feel like they have to keep hurting women? I think that this is this, this fundamentalist right-wing dragging along the baggage of old books stuff. This is what I think this is. This is somebody, you know, <laughs> there's this guy. Um, this is from the New York Times. Um, an article written by uh, Monica Davey. She quotes Tony Perkins, president of the Family Research Council based in Washington. Legislators feel that now is the time to wrestle back their authority from the courts. The courts have overstepped their bounds on key issues like gay marriage and legislators are speaking up. Well, you know what, Mr. Tony Perkins? <laughs> Go home. Now listen to this. Here's Tony Perkins from their website, Family Research Council. 
Mr. Perkins has a tremendous burden to reclaim the culture of Christ and believes that this revival will begin in the churches across America. Under his leadership, the Family Resource Council began a pastor's outreach program that is engaging Christians in civic affairs as never before. He is led the way in the fight to defend and strengthen one man, one woman marriage, as well as protecting the unborn and mothers by assisting in the passage of the Unborn Victims of Violence Act. The Family Resource Council has also been leading on the battle to rein in activist courts by helping to confirm the president's judicial nominees. This guy is a wacko and a nut, okay? Because here's a guy who... Basically, guys, sorry, but he's a guy. And you guys have no idea whatsoever and can never even possibly imagine what it is to be pregnant, to have a child, to have a miscarriage, to have an abortion, to have any of these things happen to your body. How dare you? How dare you? That would be like some woman telling you whether you could get treatment for prostate cancer or not. You know? completely out of line, completely off the wall, completely disrespectful, irresponsible, and outrageous. I am so incensed by this. So incensed by this. This is some radical, this in my opinion is an absolute direct separation of church and state issue. This has nothing to do with anything but this guy's religious agenda. And none of this stuff has anything to do with anything but a bunch of people's religious agendas. Religion does not belong in government. And I've been saying this all along. This is part of the problem. This is a huge problem. And this is a problem worldwide. Governance is governance is law. Law is based on all these stupid books from 2,000 years ago that demonize women and degradate women and the whole feminine principle. There will never be peace on this planet until people start to realize what the heck is going on and address the issue. And the issue is that you cannot take books that have this patriarchal societal viewpoint, shove them down, half the population's throat, and expect things to be copacetic. It isn't working. It hasn't worked. For 2,000 years, this planet has been warring with each other on various fronts for various reasons, all related to God. Well, you know what? I can't believe that any God would think that this was okay. This is not okay. This is not acceptable, and it is not okay. And the 2,000 years before all of this patriarchal society, was there constant fighting? I don't know. You know what? We can't find examples of constant fighting. Maybe it's just too long to research back. Maybe archaeologists haven't found any examples of that yet. Who really knows? But I'll tell you one thing. Women don't generally go around putting up their dukes and throwing bombs at each other when they disagree. Just doesn't work that way. Women are nurturers. They grow things. These stupid men think that women are all about going out and having abortions. They're idiots because they have no idea. They have no idea how difficult and horrible a decision like that is. They have no idea what it's like to spend weeks or months worrying, wondering, they have no idea what it's like to sit and think, hmm, let's see, have I just ruined my life 
Am I pregnant? Am I not pregnant? If I am, what do I do? What won't I do? I, I have dreams and aspirations. I want to go to college. I want to do this. I want to do that. What about all that? They have no idea what goes through the hearts and minds of women. None. Not one single man should have an opinion on this issue and have a vote on this issue. As far as I'm concerned, it is none of their business, just like it's none of my business. Every woman has the right to self-determination. If you can't have self-determination in your own body, then you're never going to have self-determination in your own country. How dare they? I think women should absolutely take up honestly i think the entire country should go on strike every single woman in the freaking country should just say okay guess what guys we're not working anymore until you repeal this crap don't you understand our children's lives are at risk our daughters will suffer because of this, our daughters will end up in some back street behind a building with a, with a wire coat hanger. Don't you understand? Women will get abortions if that's what they need. And women will die, God damn it. How can you do this? Women were dying and women will die again. Making it illegal won't stop it. It'll just make it really, really dangerous. Really, really dangerous. It's terrible. This is a very, very difficult and personal decision that an unfortunate number of women have to make. Nobody ever wants to make a decision like this. Nobody would ever choose to have to make a decision like this. And the simple fact that over 38,000 pregnancies a year are a result of rape in and of itself is enough reason to understand that this is a tremendously difficult situation for many, many women. In addition to a terrible choice, they have endured a violent act. And it's a, an additional act of aggression against women to deny them the right of self-determination in their body. Like I've said before, I don't condone or condemn. In either case, it is a completely and totally individual, very personal, gut-wrenching decision that can only be made by one single person. And that person is the person whose body is affected. I truly hope that the Supreme Court of this country is wise enough to understand that. So that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I would really love to know.
Till tomorrow, this is Ellen Iron Dove, signing out.